Welcome. I am your pastor, Pastor Omar Ellison with Salt and Light Covenant Church. Open up your hearts as we enter in to hear a word from the Lord. You know, sometimes people get so comfortable and used to how things are just normally done. Right? You come in, we, we pray, we sing song, you hear the word. You come in, you pray, you sing song, you hear the word. And then the Lord come down and say, no, we're not doing that today. Oh, we're going to do something a little different. Amen. So if you would, turn with me into Matthew. Matthew 6. Amen. Matthew 6. Amen. We've been talking about the kingdom of Jesus. We touched, we've been touching on it. I think this is probably about the sixth or seventh Sunday that we've been at it. Amen. But the kingdom of Jesus, amen, real quick, when we talk about the kingdom of Jesus, the kingdom is simply just that, the spiritual realm over which God reigns as king and we recognize our God to be Jesus Christ because him and, and the son are one according along with also the word they are all one so when we say God we understand that we're talking about Jesus for us for the people of God Jesus is God he's the son of God but he is also God so the spiritual realm over which God or Jesus reigns as kings that means reigns to rule over to have dominion over or the fulfillment of on earth of God's will. Now, the fulfillment of earth of his will is done through his subjects or I'll say through his citizens. Are y'all, are y'all with me on this? Right? And that's who we are. We are the, we are the embodiment of who he is and we are also the fulfillment of his will here in the earth. But it's done through us, his citizens. His children. Y'all, y'all seeing that? So this is how he gets his will done here in the earth. It's through us. Make sense? Okay. So we were, what did I send y'all to? Matthew? Matthew 6. Now, real quick, we, 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 we touched on some of these. We, we've touched on these quite a bit. But when you get to the 6, just go right there to with me to the 31st verse. And let's look at that. Watch this. Therefore, catch this now, take no thought. That means the thoughts are coming. And he's saying, take no thought. Now, look at the thoughts that are coming. Saying, what shall we eat, drink, or what shall we be clothed with? Now, isn't this interesting that he already knows what's coming your way? And he already knows what's going to be predominating your thinking. And we touched on it briefly last Sunday when we talked about it's all about what? Survival. What I'm going to eat. What I'm going to drink. What I'm going to wear. Where I'm going to live. What I'm going to drive. What's in my bank account. What's going to happen over here. All of that is survival. All of that. And all of that. Guess what that does? All of that keeps you just as selfish. Because if it's always about what you get, then it's always got to focus on you. Right? And you can't be in him and it's about you. Because in him, it ain't about you. In him, it's about him. (laughs) Are y'all with me on this? And he's saying, look, take no thought. Don't be predominated about where you are financially. Don't be predominated about where you are on your job and I need more money. He said, don't let those things drive you. Don't let that be your motivation. He said, don't, don't take no thought of that. Know what, know what another word, what that means says, take no thought, don't worry. Don't you worry about that. Why? Catch it. For after all these things, next verse, 32, After all these things do the Gentiles seek. 
the Gentiles seek after these things. They are, they are working themselves to the bone for these things. And he said, the very thing that they are striving for, that they are going after, he said, I already know that they're there. I already know that they're needed. And I've already made a way to provide them for you. Catch it. He said, the Gentiles are seeking after it for your heavenly father knoweth that you need most of these things. Come on now. He said, he said, I already know you need all these things. I already know you need a promotion on the job. I already know what I have set up for you that I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to extend your money out a little more. I already know I'm going to have to break for you over there. I already know that your family is growing, so I'm going to have to give you a bigger house. I'm going to have to give you, I already know these things about you. Don't seek after those things. So then that means if we're not to seek after that, he needs to tell us what to seek after. Watch this. But seek, uh-oh, seek, what, what, what we found out about seeking? Seeking means to what? To pursue, to study, to learn, to explore, to consider, to understand. And that's what Satan doesn't want you doing. He does not want you understanding. Are y'all with me on this? Like I said before, he don't mind about you exploring. He don't mind about you learning. He don't mind about you studying. He don't even mind about you considering and meditating on it. But he does not want you to what? Understand it. Because if you understand it, now you have the opportunity to do what? To apply it. Because after understanding comes the wisdom. There is knowledge. Remember we talked about it? Knowledge, information, understanding is the, is the comprehension of it, right? And then the last part of that is wisdom. Wisdom simply means what? To be able to apply the information that you understand. Y'all getting it? That's all wisdom is. Applying the information, knowledge that you understand. Uh, comprehend it. Are y'all with me on this? So once you understand the thing, aha, now you have the opportunity to apply it. Now, just because you have the opportunity to apply it doesn't mean you will. Because you can let your situation sometimes speak louder than what you have comprehended. And you can let your flesh get in the way of you actually applying what his word says. Because how many people y'all know say, I know the Bible say that, but I know the words say that, but see, there is no but in his kingdom. His word says that and I am to do that. But if I got a but now I'm like the goats because what, 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 what goats do all the time? Come on, y'all. And he, he didn't call us goats. He called us what? Sheep. What do sheep do? Follow. Bah. That's all they do. That's all they do is follow. He said, go that way. They just go. Why? Because they trust the shepherd. Are y'all with me on this? So this is the thing. This is what he's saying. You are to pursue this with all you have. You are to go after this. You are to consider this. You are to have a to get a. You are supposed to comprehend the kingdom. Watch this. When second, third, when you when you get sick and tired, when it feel good, when the skies is clear. Oh, he said, you need to do this first. And no matter what you face with, you need to be seeking the kingdom. In the middle of a trial, you need to be seeking the kingdom. In the middle of a hardship, you need to be seeking the kingdom. No matter what you're going through, your focus should always be kingdom. Things are going on in my family. My focus is kingdom. Things are happening on my job. My focus is kingdom. My money is looking a little funny, but my focus is kingdom. Because I'm always seeking first the kingdom. What's that word first mean? Remember we talked about that. First means 
priority. And this is what I love about him, because as king, he's telling you how to prioritize. So what? So you don't have to figure out how to prioritize in his kingdom. He's telling you what you need to do first as his citizen, as his subject, as his son or his daughter. This is the first thing you all need to do. And this is a command from your king. Seek first my kingdom. Prioritize before all others. That's first. Most important. Oh, hallelujah. How many of us is the, the kingdom is most important? Come on now. That's the, come on. That's what it's talking about. You got to get this. Above all or above everything else is kingdom. And no matter what I'm faced with, the first thought comes to my mind is, what does the king say? Because we understand he loves us. But when situations happen, what does the king say? Not, the, not what my friends say. Oh, come on now. Not what mom and daddy say. I need to find out what the king is saying about this situation. And that's how you seek first the kingdom, because you always consider him first. No matter what happens, king, what are you saying? King, what are we doing? King, let me know what's going on here. This one, I, I didn't see this, but I know nothing catches you off guard because you know all things. You see all things. So help me to see it as your son. Help me to see it as your daughter. What is going on here, king? Are y'all with me? And, you, and if you do that, you, don't, you, you know because he loves you so much, he will bring about a clarity and he will reveal things to you about any situation. But we have to first seek him. Seek him. Ye first, first, above all, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of our God. That is what we're going after. No matter what you're looking, no matter what you're faced with right now, no matter what you're in right now, this is what I want you to place in your hearts and the innermost being of who you are, that this day forward for the rest of my life, I am going to seek first the kingdom and the kingdom only. Are y'all with me on this? Now watch this. And, uh uh-oh, his righteousness, his righteousness, which he has gifted over to us by way of Jesus Christ. Are y'all catching this? Y'all see how this works? So not only are we seeking his kingdom, but we're also seeking his righteousness, our understanding, our right standing with him. We are now in right standing with him. Now watch this. And we are not to do anything to alleviate or adjust our right standing with him. Well, what can alleviate? What can adjust our right standing with him? The only thing that can do it is rebellion. And rebellion, when I say rebellion, I'm simply just saying sin. That's all sin is when you think about it, right? Sin is just rebellion against the king. Remember we talked about it briefly about claiming independence in the kingdom. Those are the, that's the biggest thing. These are some of the things that will, that will hinder you from walking in the kingdom. Claiming independence. What do you mean when you want to do it your way? And I don't want to do it the king's way. So now what you have done is claim independence and you have become a state unto yourself. 
And now you are responsible and figuring it out. You are responsible and bringing it together. And you have put all that pressure on you when the king of our king, Jesus, has not set it up like that. But he loves you so much, he'll let you have it your way. BK, have it your way. You rule. But you come in church and say, he rules. Oh, God, y'all better catch this. See, we come in here and say, he rules. But really, no, he don't rule. Y'all rule. Why? Because you want to have it your way. You want to claim independency upon yourself. Y'all see how this works? Another way of hindering yourself in the kingdom is just simply a sin. Continuously. That's all sin means in the Bible is just rebelling. You're rebelling against the king. You're going against what he said. He's made it real clear how he wants you to live. And how he wants you to live ain't that hard. He ain't asking you to let go of nothing that's going to hurt you. He's asking you to let go of stuff that's going to ultimately hurt you. It may feel good to your flesh for a while, but ultimately ain't nothing good. Nothing good coming behind it. Are are y'all following me on this? That's what this rebellion. Your sin is a rebellion against the kingdom. You have rebelled against the kingdom. And he's saying, don't rebel against my kingdom, because anytime you rebel against my kingdom, anytime you claim independency, now you have moved yourself from up under my righteousness. And now you operating in your righteousness. And what did he tell us about our righteousness? Filthy rags. That's what our righteousness is. So no, I want to stay under the righteousness of God, of my Father, of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Are y'all with me on this? So seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now catch this. Catch this. If we seek him first, right? We stay in right standing with him without independency, without rebellion. Now look, look at what he said he'll do for you. Watch this. And all these things, everybody that's working their bone for these things, that's, that's hustling, hustling, hustling for these things, look what he said he's going to do. I'm going, I will add unto you. In other words, I will gift them unto you. The very thing that they're working for, it'll just end up in the mailbox for you. Amazon deliver for you. <laughs> they working for it it's getting delivered to you they striving for it it's just going to get delivered to you the, 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 they, they, they working themselves to the bone they brown nosing on the job for the promotion and then the, 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 the manager call you in the office and say you know we've been watching you we've been seeing your integrity we've seen how you operate we want to we got something we, hadn't, we haven't um, uh, 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 announced it yet but we want to go ahead and give your heads up because we want you to have it Y'all see how this thing works? Yeah, you're not even looking for this stuff. It's just opening up for you. Why? Because you made the decision to seek him first. I'm going to seek him first. I'm going to stay in right standing. And he said, I'm going to add everything to your life, everything you need. Whatever, whatever you think you need, it's already done. I already know what you need. Guess what? And because he created you, guess what else he know? He know what you like. He know how you like it. Oh God. Are y'all with me on this? He he already he knows 
everything about you because he created you. He know if you like apple pie or pecan pie. He already know. He know, he know what, what gets your, which will get your wheels to rolling. He knows these things. And he wants you to seek him first. Stay in right standing with him. And he's going to add all these things to you automatically. Then in Luke, he tells us in that, that 12th chapter, Luke, you don't have to turn there, but it's that Luke 12th chapter. Y'all should be real familiar with it. That 32nd verse, right after he starts, because it's just a mirror of what he's saying here. He said, look, fear not, fear not, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to do what? To give you what? To give unto you what? The kingdom. It's of your father's good pleasure to give it unto you, to gift unto you the kingdom. What is he saying? I want to gift unto you the access. I want you to inherit my kingdom and everything. Hallelujah. Yes, you did. That my kingdom has to offer. His kingdom is full of resources. Full of them. The resources in his kingdom are unlimited. And he's saying, look, I want you to have access to all my resources. I want you to, hallelujah, yes. I want you to have access to all my connections. I want you to have access to all my networking. See, the world got you thinking you got a network down here. Oh, you better network with the king, the creator of heavens and earth. That's who my networking is going through. And he said, said, once you line up, I'll network with with, with you. I'll I'll set you up with my network. I'll set you up with my resources. I'll give you access to everything my kingdom has to offer. It is my pleasure. I want to do this for y'all. All All I need y'all to do is seek ye first my kingdom. That's it. Don't seek after blessings. Don't seek after miracles. Don't seek after wonders. Don't seek after your calling. Don't seek after what I'm supposed to do in God. Don't seek after any of those things. Just seek ye first my kingdom. Understand that you are in right standing with me for the son that I set for you and the blood that he shed. And he said, I'm going to add everything to you. You're just going to walk with him. And it's just stuff that's going to get this come to you. He's the attraction of only good things. That's why you can trust him with your life. That's why you can trust when you walk with him. Well, pastor, you don't understand. I've experienced some bad things. Haven't we all? We've all experienced bad things. You think pastor hasn't gone through some stuff? Hmm. But let me tell you something. No matter what I've gone through, out of all of it, I can look up and say, you love me. He never left me alone. He brought me through them all. And guess what? Some of them I put on myself. He let, he, he let a season go. And he said, all right, son, let's go. Are y'all, are, are y'all catching it? Y'all, see, we don't really understand how good he really is. And through all those things, what he did was solidify to me personally how real he is. Oh, he's so real. He's realer than me than y'all sitting out here. Oh, God. Do y'all understand that what we're looking at was manifested from his world? What I always tell y'all about the spirit world, the spirit world is the what? The parent world. We are just a mirror image of the spirit world. And then guess what? He told us in his word that y'all were born where? Of the spirit. 
He said, because you were born of him and he is a spirit. So that means you are a that has a soul that lives in this earth suit. Now, some people's earth suits look a little better than others. Hallelujah. Amen. We understand that. But at the end of the day, no matter how fine or how cute they are, it ain't nothing but dirt. Y'all better know this. You better know. Now look at that. Look at all the muscles. Look at all them abs. Dirt. Just built up dirt. Dirt. Oh, God. Y'all better come on here. Oh, that's dirt. And look, and look at it. But on the inside, what they spirit look like? Because that's what should be attracting the people of God. So you shouldn't get so caught up on what it look like on the outside. What's on the inside of that person? Because see, they got all that on the outside, and then their spirit man is all shriveled up on the inside. Ain't got no morals. Character all out of whack. Oh, God, are y'all with me on this? Don't be so moved on what's on the outside. I need to know what's in you. Because what's in you is the real you. Are y'all with me? What's in you is the real you. You are a spirit that has a soul that lives in that earth suit. And I need to know what kind of spirit you got. Didn't he tell Peter that? He said, you are the wrong spirit. You didn't let the wrong spirit then say to get thee behind me, Satan. You got the wrong spirit whispering in your ear, not Peter. And what he told him? So this is, that's us. So now, now look, catch it. Catch it. It's of his good pleasure to give unto you the kingdom. He wants you blessed. You know that? He wants you blessed without you having to seek for it. He wants you blessed without you having to pray about it. See, religion have you praying about blessings. Lord, I need and I need the dope, Lord. Lord, break the money. Lord, break the money. See, that's, that's religion. It's always got the need, the need, need. Religion always got you working for something. Jesus didn't come down teaching a religion. That was not his focus. He didn't want to give you no religion. Matter of fact, all of the religious folks of that day, he got on them the most. Come on now. Are y'all with me on this? You're right too. Hallelujah. He got on them the most. Why? About religion. What I'm teaching, what I'm telling y'all today, I ain't trying to sell you religion. I'm trying to teach you about his kingdom. I'm trying to get you to be a part of his kingdom as a citizen, as a son, as a daughter. I'm trying to give you, gift unto you the kingdom. And when you come in the kingdom, oh, you're going to fall in love with the king. Oh, trust me. Oh, he got a way to get you. He got a way to sway you. He got a way to woo you in with his love. Are y'all with me on this? It's his pleasure to give unto you the kingdom. Right? All right. Now watch this. Watch this. Go with me to Matthew. Let's go back to Matthew real quick. Let's go back to Matthew. Matthew 13. All right. And then we skipped off over there. We, I think we kicked off into the 11th verse. <clears throat> he was talking to them about the parable. Y'all remember we talked about parables. Parables is just a story where he hides the truth from those who do, who do not seek after it. Remember we talked about that? And that's why a lot of times people don't understand the Bible because what? They don't really have a desire to understand the, the Bible. They don't really consider him, acknowledge his word as true, right? So then that way it's hidden from them. But now watch this. Watch what he said. 
He said, he answered them. He said, but because it is given unto you, guess what? To know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, which means that there are mysteries in him. Now, when I say mysteries, I'm not talking about like a secret society. This isn't a secret society, but there are secrets in him. But his secrets are only for them that truly desire to know them. It's not hiding them from those. Because see, there are, see you, got, you got stuff set up today. If you're not a part of the group, you can't, you can't know the secrets. You got, and you got to go through some things to know the secrets. He's saying, look, if you desire to know the truth of who I am, desire to know my word, he said, then you, the mysteries are known, are given unto those that desire, have a desire, are willing to consider what my word has to say about it. But there are mysteries in him. But look what he said about the mysteries. It is given unto you to know them, the mysteries of the what? Kingdom of heaven. Watch this. But to them it is not given. Why? Because they don't have a desire for it. For whosoever have to him, have what? The mysteries of the kingdom. Watch this. To him shall be given, and he shall have more in abundance. But whosoever have not, from him shall it be taken away from. Or have not a desire to know about my kingdom. Have not a desire to know about who I am. Don't have a desire to know about me. Now, how many of y'all know there are people out there that don't want to know about Jesus, could care less about what he did, have no desire to receive the payment of his blood. They have no desire for it, right? So what they're doing, they're simply rejecting the payment. Now, watch this. That's the only thing that is causing people to go to hell right now. See, you think they're going to go to hell because they swing around the pole. You think they're going to go to hell because they stuck on drugs. You think they're going to go to hell because they out there cussing. None of that puts you in hell because all of that has been paid for. The only thing that puts people into hell today is to reject his payment. You reject the blood that has been shed for you. You say, I don't need his blood. I'm good all in my own. And the father's saying, all right, you can have it that way. Have it your way. You rule. Have it your way. And then you cross over and then you see him as Lord. And then you like, Lord, I messed up. Because people say, well, what if you get over there and find out it ain't real? But what if you get over there and find out it is? I'd rather get over there and find out it isn't and then get over there and find out it is. Because <laughs> if you get over there and find out it is real, some, a lot of folks going to be in trouble. Because they're going to be like, what? You are, what? Oh, Lord. It'd be too late then, right? So, but most people, a lot of people in the world, they reject this payment. I'm talking to people that have received, that have accepted him as Lord. And when you accept him as Lord, you're simply saying, I reject the, the payment that you've, that you shared. With the blood that you shared, I've accepted that payment, right? So see, y'all, 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 um, y'all gonna have more in abundance, but they, they, they what they have is gonna be taken from them. Therefore, I speak to them in parables because they seeing, see not, hearing, they hear not, neither do they catch it, catch it, understand. See that word? Or what is he really saying? They, they can't comprehend it. They can't comprehend it. Why? Because they have no desire to. But you mean to tell me if I have the desire to comprehend his word, he'll break it for you? Yes, he will. He will make his word plain. And that thing, he'll start piecing that thing together for you like a puzzle. I tell y'all all the time, the, the Bible is nothing but a puzzle. 
Folks say it don't make sense. Folks say the Bible con- contradicts itself. There is no contradiction in this word. To say that the word contradicts itself means that our God is contradicted. That means he got it mixed up. He confused. He ain't got it together. Because his word is, it contradicts itself. No, sir. Oh, he is perfect in all his ways. He is just in all his ways. There is nothing in him that is contradictory. Are y'all with me on this? Watch this. Catch this now. Catch this. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Esaias, which saith, by hearing you shall hear and, and shall not understand, comprehend, and seeing you shall see, and you shall not be able to perceive it. You see it, but you can't understand it. You hear it, but you can't comprehend it. Watch this. Catch it. We're going. We're going. Why? For these people, these people that operate like this, guess what? Their heart is wax gross. Wax. What does wax do? Wax hardens. It hardens. Y'all ever seen wax when they get hard? And he's saying their heart. What is he talking about? He ain't talking about that muscle. He's saying their thinking has been wax gross. Their thinking has been hardened. Hardened heart. Y'all remember the series we did on hardened heart some years ago? I might have to pull that one off the archives. The, a hardened heart. You know what a hardened heart does for folks? When your heart is hardened, you can't even perceive a good thing. You'll be looking right at a good thing and don't even know it's good. You'll think something wrong with it. There's ah, something going on with that. The whole time it's God. I don't know about that. I don't know. It, it looked good, but I don't know. Can't perceive it. Have no understanding. Y'all remember Pharaoh? Remember the story? I use this all the time when I get to talk about a hardened heart because he's one of the ones that I use in this series. Pharaoh, the frogs is everywhere. They stepping on frogs. Moses come in there and say, look, when do you want me to get rid of the frog? What did Pharaoh say? Come back tomorrow. Come on, y'all. Y'all know that don't make no sense. He's stepping on frogs and he asked him, when do you want me to get rid of them? When do you want me to have the frogs to subside? He said, come back tomorrow. What? That is void of wisdom, understanding. Come on, y'all. And that's what a hardened heart have you to do. You be void of wisdom, void of understanding. Guess what? Can't comprehend it. Right there in front of you. You can't even see it. Is this making sense to you? All right, watch this. Their heart has wax gross and their ears, guess what, are dull. Hearing and their eyes, look at what it said about their eyes. They closed them. Mm-mm. Watch this. Least at any time. Now, I like that. Catch that now. Least at any time. See what he's saying right there? I love this. He's saying least at any time, which means, which denotes that at any point in time, a person can change. Catch it now. Are they acting the fool? They've been acting the fool for 30 years. But least at any time, that person can change. Because look, didn't you? Folks didn't think you were going to change. Folks that think that I was going to change. Lord have mercy, but guess what? He changed. My time came. And I changed. So see, this is why we don't give up on people. This is why we don't buy the lie and say what? If a person show you who they are, believe them. Y'all get that verbiage out your head. Don't be, don't be in the kingdom talking like that. They show you who they are, I believe. I know I was talking to a brother the other day, and we, we saved. And he said that to me. Well, you know they say, they, they, they say, who, who are they? Come on, y'all know who they are. They are demons. You know they say. I said, what they say? When a person show you who they are, believe them. And then he know the word. I, say, I said, really? I said, what scripture you got that off of? Show me scripture that backed that up. 
See, when you're talking to another saved person, we, uh, the scriptures are our final authority. So if that's a thought, that's an idea that you bought when a person showed you who they are, believe them, then you got to have scripture to back up that thought. Because we are in his kingdom. So he should have something in his Bible that back that up. That when somebody show you who they are, believe them. You won't find a scripture to back that up nowhere in the old or in the new covenant. Are y'all with me on this? But now look what we're reading. Look what I'm showing you in scripture. Least at any time means what? They can change. They can change. Watch this. Least at any time. What happens? Lord, tell me what happened at least at any time. Catch this. Catch this, y'all. This is beautiful right here. Look what he said. He said, at least at any times, they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. Now, watch this. He's not talking about your physical eyes and your physical ears. He's talking about the real you. The real you. The real you, the spirit you, doesn't, doesn't need the physical eyes to see. The real you sees with your heart. Oh, God, Jesus, I don't, do I need to, I don't think I, okay, give me a couple of seconds right here. The real you doesn't see here. The real you sees here. Oh, God. This is where you see in your imagination. That's where you see the glory. That's where you see yourself. That's where it all starts to form. Your imagination is the spiritual womb of your life. And what you done, what you incubate there is what is formed, but your spirit man starts it here. That's why the attack against the people of God is where? In their mind. See, that's where Satan wants to sit with y'all. He wants to get right there. Because guess what's right? Guess what sits there? That's where your understanding is. He said, I can't get, I can't let them understand about this kingdom. Do you know why Satan don't want you to understand about the kingdom? Because he knows it's real. Because he himself have walked up there. He was a part of it at one point in time. Oh, come on, (laughs) y'all. Excuse me. You better understand your adversary. He was a part of it at one point in time. So he don't want you to understand about the kingdom because he know the power that's in the kingdom. He know what the kingdom brings to the people of God. So he attacks it every time. When you get to talking about the kingdom, things start hitting. Stuff starts shifting. You get to talking about the kingdom. He said they're going to start seeing. They're going to start hearing. And guess what? And going to start doing what? Understanding. Uh-oh. Now you're starting to comprehend the things of God. Watch this. With their what? Hearts. When I, what do you, what does he mean hard in the Bible? Anytime you see hard in the Bible, come on, come on, my students. Come on, the disciples of God. When you see hard, what is he talking about? He's talking about your mind. You're going to start to see, hear, and understand with your hearts. Your subconscious, not your conscience. Sub, you're going to just be aware of it. You're going to be able to operate in it and not even be aware of it the same way that you breathe. You're not, you're not aware of the fact that you breathe because you breathe subconsciously. And he's saying, I'm going to break some things for y'all and you're just not, you're not even going to be aware of it. You're just going to walk in it. You're just going to be there. Watch this. Understand with their minds, their hearts and should be, uh oh, guess what happens? Converted or changed. So that's why we don't judge man by the flesh anymore. Oh, come on, y'all. We don't judge man by the flesh anymore. 
You don't look at your kids and say, you're never going to get it. Uh-uh. When your kids do something contrary to what you taught them, you look at them and say, that's my baby. They're going to get it. They're going to get it. They're going to understand. It's going to break. Lord, I thank you for understanding. I thank you that it's going to break. I thank you that you're going to get them. I thank you, Lord. Amen. Right? Because at any time, conversion comes. Now, watch what happens when conversion comes. And I, that, who, is, who are we talking about? Him? Look what he said. I'm going to heal them. Or another, hallelujah. Or in other words, he's going to restore unto you what you lost. He's going to restore unto you what the enemy stole from you. He's going to heal you, not just physically, but he's going to heal you financially. He's going to heal you emotionally. He's going to heal you in your household. He's going to heal you on the job. He's going he to heal your car. He's going to heal you across the board. Are y'all with me on this? Come on, y'all. This is what he's talking about. This is what he wants us to do. This is why he's trying to get you to shift your thinking and think more kingdom minded. Seeking first only his kingdom, understanding his righteousness. So you can so you can stop striving and, and working hard, working yourself hard to the bone to survive. When he's given and giving you access to all these resources and all these benefits and it's his pleasure that he wants you to have it. Catch this. Catch this. Now, here we go. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Hallelujah. He said, y'all get it. He said, I ain't talking to some disciples that don't get it. He said, y'all get it. Not only do y'all get it, blessed are your eyes, because y'all, y'all actually seeing it. Blessed are your ears, because you're actually having the opportunity to hear, to hear what? About the kingdom. About the kingdom. Now watch what he says next. Catch this. But verily I say unto you that many, many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see and have not seen them and hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. He said many prophets and wise men. He said Abraham didn't get a piece of this. He heard about it. He didn't get a chance to see it. Moses heard about it. He didn't get a chance to see it. Isaiah heard about it. Didn't get a chance to see it. Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Jonah, Malachi, Zechariah, Zephaniah, King David, all of them heard about it. They didn't get a chance to see it. He said, what y'all are being a part of? He said, oh, y'all got it. Y'all are tasting of the new covenant. He said, they heard about the covenant. He said, but y'all get a chance to live in this thing. He said, y'all get a chance to have access to it. He said, what I'm doing for y'all. He said, that's why he said this covenant y'all got. Oh, it's way better than that old. That's why I say the covenant you got is better than the Abraham blessing. Don't you get stuck on no Abraham blessing. Oh, what we got now through Jesus Christ is way better than that. Now, now watch this. Watch this. Now, if you want the Abraham blessing, God bless you. Get it, get it. Go for it. But let me behoove unto you as, as your brother in the Lord. What Jesus Christ has done for you is so much better than the Abraham blessing. Abraham had a blessing, a covenant with God. Jesus is trying to give you a kingdom. Now, do you want the blessing of Abraham or do you want a kingdom? Or access to a kingdom? think access to a kingdom sound a little better than me I want the kingdom and this is what Jesus is trying to give unto you 
Why? Because it was given to him. Oh, God. Are y'all with me? Okay, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Watch this. Okay, here we go. All right. So y'all see, prophets didn't get a chance to see it, but they didn't get it. They heard about it, but they, now watch this. Okay, here we go. 18 verse. We there? All right, we ride now. Hear ye therefore the parable. Now he's going to break down the parable of the sower. Catch it. When anyone, anyone, hear the word of the what? Catch it. Catch how he starts this off now. Look at the word that's being sown. Remember he said the sower sows the word. Now what word are we supposed to be sowing? Words about the what? Kingdom. Now catch what he says. He said anytime somebody hears a word about the kingdom, catch what happens. And, and can't comprehend it. Guess what? Then cometh the wicked one. Now this is interesting to me. Because he didn't say can't then come demons. Catch this one. He's saying Satan himself. Now, this is interesting because Satan is not omnipresent. <laughs> See, our father is omnipresent. Satan doesn't have that ability. But look at this. Anytime Satan finds out that somebody's talking about the kingdom, and he is hoping that you don't understand it. He himself has to get off his throne. Look what it said. Look what it said. It said the wicked one cometh. And, and look at this. And catch it away. He, he comes after it. You get to talking about that kingdom. He come. He himself comes. He don't, he don't send no general. He don't send no captain. Oh, he has to get up off his throne. See, our God never has to get off the throne. Oh, God. Do y'all understand? Our father never has to get off the throne. He is forever seated. Our Lord and Jesus Christ is forever seated on the right-hand side of the father. But Satan, when he, when, when he get to hear about that kingdom, oh, he got to get up. He got to get to moving. He got to, he's coming after that word, catch it away, that which was sown in his heart. What, what's that heart? That mind. This is he which receiveth by the wayside. He said, when that kingdom, when that word of the kingdom start getting preached, Satan come after that. He comes. He sets up. He plots to come against your thinking so your thinking can't grasp about the kingdom. Can't grasp the fact that it's already done for you. Can't grasp the fact that you ain't got the work. Just believe. Can't grasp the fact that he has shed the blood for you. Come come, be a part of the kingdom. Not only that, all of the benefits and the perks that come with being a part of this kingdom. You can rest in his kingdom. He said, what? They talking. Oh, oh, mm, I'm coming after that. And I noticed that when we started talking about this series, certain things that started hitting the people of God. I had my own stuff. Stuff started hitting me I had never dealt with before. I was like, what is this? You know why? Because I didn't start talking about that kingdom. And Satan started, oh, oh, uh-uh, nope. Don't need you to grasp that. Don't need you to understand that. No. Don't need you to get that understanding. Are y'all catching this? <laughs> Look at the next one. Look at this. <laughs> but he that receiveth the seed, uh-oh, into a stony place. That's a stony Christian. Same as he that hear the word, 
and anoint with joy, receive it. So you heard the word about the kingdom. And that'll be some of us. We hear the word about the kingdom. Oh, we got a joy. Oh, that sounds good. That's different. Oh, I can have that. I can have those benefits. Oh, that sounds good to me. And you receive it in your thinking. Oh, yes. That's it. That's right there, pastor. I hear that. I want that. I'm going after that. I got a joy. And you got a joy. And y'all can shout and wave your hands and have a smile. And we can walk, walk up out of here. But guess what? Guess what happened? Guess what happened? You walk up out of here. Guess what? <laughs> hey, glory. <laughs> Catch this. Received it, yet he did not have enough root inside of him. What that mean? You didn't take time. I'm talking to you about the kingdom, and you didn't go home with it. What I tell y'all, we come in here to learn, but when we walk out of here, you're supposed to take what you learn out of here and go home and study it for yourself. Explore it for yourself. Consider it for yourself. Get understanding for yourself. Because guess what pastor is doing at the house? He is at the house studying it for himself. I'm not just up here preaching this to y'all. In my, in my long time at the house, in my office, I'm sitting there like, all right, Lord, break this down to me even the more. Help me to understand this thing about this kingdom even the more. I'm going after it. I'm pursuing it. Even the more. For what? For myself. The same thing. That's what y'all are required to do. But when you don't do that, guess what? You can receive it with joy, but don't have no root. And guess, look what he said, what happened when you don't have no root? He said, received it with joy, but didn't have no root in himself, but endured, uh, endured for a while. For when tribulation, uh-oh, look what happened. Our persecution arose because of the word. What kind of word was it? The word about the kingdom. Now look what happened to this person. They didn't have enough root. So now watch what you use to, to get this one. Because you did receive it. So I mean, it went a little deeper than that first person. And all these are the hearts of people. That's all. He's, he's really describing four hearts. That's what he's saying. Here in the world are four hearts, right? So this is the second heart that he's describing to us. So he's saying you received it, but because you didn't let it get down, you didn't let it get rooted in you. Guess what come? Tribulation and persecution. Persecution only comes by way of another person. Persecution, you are persecuted by people. And he said tribulation, persecution arose. Now look why the persecution came. Because you've been sitting somewhere where somebody was teaching you about the kingdom. And y'all, as the people of God, need to recognize the attacks and don't be taking things so personal and then being offended by things that happen to you. Don't take it personal. Don't take it upon yourself and say, well, they did me like that and they treated me like that. See, now what you've done is you claim independency because it's about you. And if you're not careful, you'll take tribulation and persecution and take it personal. And if you take it personal, now you've opened yourself up to be offended. And the Bible said that anybody that is offended is going, you're going to stumble. See, what I'm trying to teach you is that you're a part of a kingdom and you don't belong to yourself. So when things happen, tribulation come, persecution come, pray for them because they ain't hitting you. They hitting the king. They ain't coming against you. They're coming against the king. And see, when you start to look at it from that angle, it gives you more peace. So, yeah, they slapped you. You just say, poor, poor baby, poor baby. Yeah, they stabbed you in the back. Yeah, they talked about you like a dog. You just say, poor. Oh, they don't know no better. They going against a whole country. Do y'all understand that, that anybody that comes against you is coming against a country? They're coming against a government. 
when anybody do anything to y'all, it's a country they up against. And you have a host of angels that have your back. Y'all better know this. And when you really believe this, you is praying for folks that lied on you. You are praying for folks that stab you in the back because you know you represent a country. I am a citizen. I am an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. And when a person come against me, Lord, mercy, Lord, mercy. They have no idea what they did. They have no idea who they talking about. Lord, send mercy. Miracle, Lord. And angels, go cover for them. They have no idea. You don't even want nobody to get caught off with this. God that sits high, earth of his footstool. The Bible declares that he holds the universe between his fingers. And you get slapped with a hand like that. Lord Jesus, cover. That's a big hand. Is somebody holding the universe between their finger? How big is that hand? Oh, y'all better come on here. You cover them. You pray for them. Tribulation come. But when it come, I'm a part of the kingdom. Lord cover. Are you with me on this? Watch this though. But see, when you don't have that understanding, guess what? It, 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 it pulls it up out of you. Look at this next one. Uh-oh. Yet he hath not rooted himself. All right. And then um, tribulation, persecution come. And for the word's sake, by this, he is offended. There it is. He that receives seed among the thorns. Uh-oh. It is, to, it is he that hears the word and then the cares, catch it, the cares of this world. Take no thought. That's right. This, 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 that's, I read all that to get you here. Take no thought. That's what he started off with, right? Remember we started off the seed. Take no thought. What you going to eat? What you going to drink? Where you going to live? How your money going to work out? But look at this. The cares of this world. And the deceitfulness of what? Riches. Watch this. Look what it does. Choke the war, the kingdom right up out of here. It choked that kingdom right up out of here. Get up out of them. Because you're so busy trying to survive when he has gifted everything to you already. You're so busy trying to work yourself to the bone for something that's already yours. The present already up under the tree, y'all. What y'all working so hard for? He's already gifted it to you. But see, when you out there working yourself to the bone, you out there going after it for yourself, ain't no kingdom. And he comes and chokes that word about the kingdom right up out of you. Because you're so busy trying to work yourself, the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches are what the world perceives to be successful. Real quick, say I'm successful. I'm successful. Now, do you know why you're successful right now in your state? Because you have him. See, for us in the kingdom, we are successful because we believe in him. That right there denotes me to be successful. See, the world looks at their bank account, where they live, how they dress, what they drive, and they see that as successful. That's not success in our kingdom. You are already successful when you accepted him as Lord and Savior of your life. Heaven say, oh, now them some smart folks right there. Oh, they are successful. 
You're already successful when you accept him. And then when you accept him, you accept everything that comes with him. And the person that you accepted is a king that has created heavens and earth. The Bible say everything that was created was created through our Lord and Savior. And it's all being upheld by his word. What's an $800,000 house to somebody that is upholding the universe? Come on, y'all. Let's, come on. Let's go higher with our thinking. What's a $100,000 car to somebody who, is, who has created the heavens and the earth? Come on, y'all. What's a $20 million job to somebody who has fashioned and called forth everything by the voice of his mouth? Do y'all know who we are connected to? Come on, y'all. Let's not limit ourselves to what we can only see. He is so much more bigger than what you can see, y'all. Don't kill yourself going after this stuff. He wants to just add it to your life. So when he adds it to your life, guess what? It's going to get the attention of people. But now you got to be careful because honey don't only just draw bees. Honey dry flies too. Got to be careful of the honey. When the honey starts pouring from your life, you got to be careful now. Because it's going to go some bees now. That's what you're supposed to be. But all them flies is coming too now. They want a little taste too. All right. Y'all with me on this? All right? But don't be out there killing yourself. Just let them add it to you. Just let them add it to you. And Jesus, now, all right, let's finish up real quick, real quick, real quick. Watch this. He said, deceitfulness of riches, it choked the word out. And guess what? It causes you to what? Become what? Unfruitful. Unfruitful. Which means that he wants you to be fruitful behind the things about this kingdom. Right? All right. Watch this. We're coming to an end real quick. But he that receiveth. Oh, now, this, this is the people I'm talking to right now. Oh, hallelujah. This is my group of people. This is the fourth heart. Watch this. But he that receiveth the word. Watch this. Receive the seed. What seed? The word. What word? The word of the kingdom. See, y'all are receiving this, this word about the kingdom. Watch this. And look where it's going. And to what? Good ground. I mean, I'm talking to good ground there, folks. I'm talking to folks that got that good soil. You know that good soil where you can grow all that good fruit, all kind of fruit going to come up out of your life. See, y'all are actually hearing about the kingdom. You're receiving it. It's going in good ground. And this stuff about the kingdom is about to produce some good fruit in your lives. Watch this. Look at this. Good ground. And what? Is the he that heard the word, what word? The word about the kingdom. Watch this. And understood it. You comprehended it. Right? Watch this, which also beareth fruit. That means, see, watch this, to bear fruit, that means you had the opportunity to apply it and you did it. And when you apply his word, guess what's going to come up out of that? It's going to be the fruit of who he is in every situation. Catch this, beareth fruit and bringeth forth some hundredfold. That's my, I'm talking to my hundredfold folks right now, right? That's my hundredfold right there. Matter of fact, I could just stop right there, huh? They say hundredfold and just stop right now. <laughs> well, unfortunately, everybody don't do a hundredfold. But watch this. Some people get 60. That's right. 60 is good. Watch this. Hundredfold, some 60, some 30. 30 is good. At least you got something coming. Are y'all with me on this? But at least you're producing. And that's what it boils down to. And this is what he wants for his people. 
as the citizens of his kingdom. He wants you to get to a place where you are producing in your lives. Producing. And when you, it's something about a fruit tree. Don't, def, don't a fruit tree get people attention. You ever roll by somebody's house, you ain't know them, but you seen that fruit tree. And what you say, ooh, that bad boy got some oranges on it. You're about to stop looking at the house. You're so busy looking at the fruit tree. Something about a fruit tree draws people's attention. And see, that's what he want to use your life for. He wants your life to be like a fruit tree. And your life is going to start drawing people's attention. Oh, what what you doing? What you got going on over here? I see the fruit in your life. How you get that? How you get the oranges and the pineapples to grow in your yard? Why you do that? It's going to draw people. It's going to draw people. And guess what? It's going to give you the opportunity to talk to them about what? The kingdom. Oh, I'm a part of a kingdom. Kingdom? Yeah, I'm a part of a country. Where's your country? It's not of this world. Ain't that what Jesus told him? All right. And then he told us to do what? Follow him, right? So when people ask you where your country, just tell them. Just tell them the same thing Jesus said. It's not of this world. Ah, but you, you, can, you can get in. You can get your paperwork cleared in a day. Ah, we don't have no immigration rules like this world has. You ain't got to wait a whole year to get your, get your green card. Hallelujah. Oh, you can become a citizen right now. You, you, what you, what you want to be a citizen right now? I can, I can help you in. We, we looking for some more citizens. He want all the citizens to come on in to his kingdom, to his country. You want to be a part of this country? Are y'all with me on this? Come on, y'all. He wants y'all to produce about the kingdom so it'll draw people and y'all are going to help them come in to the kingdom. And if you get them in the kingdom, they're automatically going to get to know the king automatically you can't help it in jesus name amen 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 Amen. Amen. get the lord a hand i pastor omar ellison lady ellison and the salt and light family would like to thank you for joining us in today's broadcast you can visit us at 1350 east mayhan drive which our service times are every sunday at 12 noon and every wednesday at 6 p.m you can also visit us at facebook and youtube at salt and light covenant church or visit us at our website at saltandlightcovenant.com we thank you again and until next time you be blessed